Welcome to this episode of Mystics and Skeptics. Now here's your host, Sybil. Hello, fellow humans. Hope you and yours are well, wherever you are. Today we have Natasha von Salza. Natasha is a golden age astrologer and spiritual healer. She specializes in the natal chart and she'll help you uh, find your specific codes and lessons uh, designed for this lifetime. She is a trauma-informed spiritual guide and to light the path of your true soul. Natasha, welcome to Mystics and Skeptics. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So Natasha, you know, um, I, uh, full disclosure, I'm a consumer of astrology. I don't live by it by any means, but I'll occasionally check my horoscope here and there. So I know a little bit about it, but not, you know, the area that we're going to discuss. So I'm very interested to learn about it and share it with listeners. Um, you know, there's, uh, astrology has been around for thousands of years. You know this better than I do, right? And I think there's different types. There's Vedic astrology, mostly in what we know as India, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of years ago, sidereal yeah. system. Then you have Western tropical astrology. And then uh, this is this golden age astrology, which is new to me. Yeah. So can you first like give us an overview of what astrology is and perhaps the differences or comparisons of the sure. systems? Yeah, sure. So um, astrology in its basic form is just looking to the sky for meaning. Um, We give meaning to with certain planets and certain areas of the sky. And so um, I have my soul has taken me on a journey and I actually haven't learned traditional or modern astrology. I actually was um, pulled to a woman named Krista on Chalice Grove um, and she had on her heart a mission to sort of liberate the traditional modern astrology and to allow us to break free of any personal constructs or any sort of um, false constructs that are in uh, the in astrology and allow us to really anchor our soul into this lifetime. And so, um, like you said, there's like not hundreds, but there's probably <laughs> about 20 different systems. Um, this I use particularly for your natal chart tropical because it helps you to dis- to see sort of what you're going through, your license, your karmic loops and all the things you're going through in this lifetime at the moment. And then in real time, I like to use sidereal to see where the sun is actually going through the constellation. So sidereal is really fami- um, similar to Vedic in the sense that it uses the sun versus tropical uses it like doesn't account for the wobble. So it doesn't account for um, where the sun actually is in the sky. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned uh, you met uh, this lady named Krista in Chalice Grove. What is Chalice Grove for the listeners? Yeah. So Chalice Grove is her business. Um, It's a chalice. So it's, um, it's just like a cup and then a grove, like a tree grove. Um, And that's kind of her own business brand. And so if they ever want to look at that, that's it's on, um, chalicegrove.com, but it's her, she sort of pulled it through, um, in her mission and on her heart to, to give out to people who are interested. <laughs> you know, um, I don't do this, but, uh, do, but you know, some people will read the horoscope in the newspaper online in the morning and say, okay, I, you know, if it says the sign, you'll have a grumpy, grouchy day. 
So now that's an excuse, right? Now you're going to be grumpy grouchy all day. I just feel like it kind of also has some ne- negative influences as well. I mean, what do you think? Does it affect people's personalities? Astrology? Yeah. So I think um, it's really important to see that nothing holds power over you ever. Nothing in this entire world ever holds power over you. Now that same, having said that, there's also, we sort of, our soul gives um, permission for the stars and the energies that come through so that we can learn and we can um, grow and have our soul expression. And so if you don't want to follow astrology or you feel like it's making you kind of crazy, you can pull out of that. That's possible. Um, And, but it's really important to make sure that you aren't using it as an excuse because it's not an excuse, (laughs) like just (laughs) Mercury retrograde or things are messing up. Like it's a way to help you to grow and it's a way to help, um, basically liberate you, you know, your soul and to really grow into yourself. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, there's also external factors, right. Or the environment say, you know, I could be born on such and such a date at exactly 12 PM, but somebody on the other side of the world is also born, you know, more or less at the same time, uh, in their time zone, but you know what I mean? Like at the same moment, um, in a different circumstances, even though we might have similar, birth, we have similar birth charts. I don't want to assume anything. Or- yeah. I mean, I have, I have a twin brother, so. Oh yeah. That's a good point. So how does so that work? Have, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how does it work? It's interesting. Um, I do think that as a soul, you are beyond, I mean, you come from outside of all of this. And so, um, he, my brother will have different soul contracts and different soul karmic and all that stuff. And I'll have different stuff. And so we both are using the same sort of star, <laughs> star maps, um, in different ways. And so, um, it's the same as like your horoscope. You're only looking at like one little teeny tiny aspect. If you look at a whole natal chart, it's got like 20 variables and this turns off that and this turns off that. And so using a horoscope in the back of a newspaper is really fun and exciting, but it definitely doesn't tell the whole picture. What is golden age astrology? Can we dig into that a bit bit more? Yeah. So we kind of talked about it a little bit with um, tropical, uh, tropical astrology and I think sometimes we get stuck in those personality constructs, right? It's the excuse that like, oh, well, I'm a Libra and this, I'm codependent or I'm this and that. And so uh, golden age astrology sort of allows us to see, I say it's more about archetypes and more about sort of lifting your head out of the details and really seeing like, what is your soul here to do? What's your mission? What are some of the karmic loops and lessons that you're really here to learn um, versus really getting into the de- the nitty gritty details of like, oh, well, this specific planet says this and this means that. And so um, golden astrology really allows you to kind of take a step back and to take it all in versus the too focused and getting sort of trapped in there. I can also see that there tends to be um, sort of false constructs and positive, like higher and lower constructs of a sign of the planets of everything basically. And so there's no such thing as good or bad. Um, We label things as that, but there isn't such a thing. It's more like in alignment, out of alignment (laughs) is what I would say. So when you're looking at some um, personality constructs, they can be sort of like a lower expression of a sign, which your soul is then here to grow and to into the higher expression through your lessons and through the karmic um, debt, I guess, is what you would say. Okay. So it's tied to reincarnation, correct? Yeah, in a way. And um, 
you can see see what you're um you can pinpoint and focus more on like what you're here to do and your mission specifically that is for you uh, on in this lifetime also sounds like are you familiar with akashic records is, yeah. is there a correlation is there similarities to that yeah so it depends so i like to say astrology is a it's a craft. And so each person is the painter. And so every time you go to an, an astrologer, it, they have a different way of interpreting it. They have a different way of things going like that, uh, like that. And so um, we're all sort of tapping into like a truth of everything. And that's why you can kind of, everyone sort of feels the same way about a certain sign, you know, all the Gemini's or the cancers are too emotional or whatever. Um, and so we're all tapping in on that same truth. And some people use the Akashic records. They can go into your soul incarnation. It just depends on the astrologer. I'm not quite good with that, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out natal charts, right? I mean, for people who are not familiar with astrology yeah. and the terms, I mean, for natal charts, what is that exactly? You're focused on the sun, is it? And date of birth? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So when you were born, you, um, your soul chose exactly where it wanted to go on the horizontal and, um, vertical access. And so you chose your parents, you chose your life incarnation, you chose all of that. And um, the specific time you wanted to be born. And so um, the natal chart is basically it's a wheel, it has 12 pieces or 12 houses going counterclockwise. And then um, the when you take your first breath, whatever that constellation is on the eastern side is where the zodiac begins for you. So if it's the, an Aries, which is what we're in now, then you would have um, the wheel on the Eastern side. So that's like a little bit, you probably don't have to get so, so much into it, but, <laughs> um, and then the planets are in different houses and then they fall in different zodiacs. And so we use this to see sort of what archetypes are playing through your life. So what are some of the power dynamics that are running through your life? So example, um, Cancer is a really, really easy one. We kind of know all those people who are kind of emotional and they're sensitive. Um, so for them, what's running through is a sensitivity. It's getting to know their emotions. It's understanding their feelings and what they need. Um, and we can read that by your where you where your soul has chosen to place the planets in the houses. And so um, that kind of and then I as an astrologer sort of interpret that, that uh, map for you. But it's vital to know your exact date of birth. Is that correct? In addition to your place, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have to know your exact because um, the planets change, like the moon changes every two and a half days. So if you're off by a couple hours, you might have the wrong moon and then you're kind of um, you're reading the wrong chart, essentially. Um, and so if you don't know your time, there's a couple of things you can do when you can ask the hospital, see if it's on the birth chart, um, your parents, you can also ask for guidance. Maybe you ask to see it in numbers or whatever, and just kind of see if that will come to you. And um, yeah, usually it kind of does if you really are sincere about it. You said, you know, we choose our lives, right? Our souls choose our lives. You know, there's a contract, what have you, but that doesn't mean we still have free will. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. That's super, super important, especially as we're moving forward in our growth, <laughs> um, that you have full saw you, you are co-creator, you know, you like, you're not God, but you're a co-creator with God. And, um, you still, you can choose, you know, like you can have, 
do you want to grow? Is that, or, you know, we know some people who live and die not ever knowing who they are and that's, that's okay. It's their choice as a soul to not go on that journey. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you definitely have a choice of whether you want to learn the lesson or keep repeating it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like who would want to repeat, you know, (laughs) (laughs) break the cycle, break it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Now, are we in the Aquarian age? What is the Aquarian age? How does it affect all of us? Yeah, super great question. So it's a super high debate between astrologers. There's about 20 ways to read um, a chart. And some say we are, some say we aren't, some say it's not for another hundred years. Some say it's in 40 years. Um, It's pretty, pretty hot debate. But I would say what's the most important is that we us here, who we are, we're the seeds for that. So even if it's coming, even if in our lifetime, we will see the Aquarian age, um, you know, it kind of doesn't truly matter because we're the seeds of that. And so this is, we're the ones who are here to start that Aquarian age, regardless of if it's here or not. And um, the Aquarian age is kind of, if you look at like the Aquarian, um, the Aquarian sign. And so, it's super great question. So we just basically, it's, um, I'm just going to read a little bit because I want to get really specific. Um, it's breaking out of the inflexible social structures, um, having intellectual freedom, originality, and an un- um, unconventional nature, which includes standard compartmentalizations. It's considered to be a free spirit full of creativity and innovative energy. And so um, it's uh, oriented towards more of a social collective, but also an individual. So the individual and the social together as um, married as one. So that's expected for um, uh, all of humanity, essentially with that. Yeah. So it essentially be breaking down um, what people would consider like corruption or things that kind of don't, aren't making sense. Um, We know it's not the right way to be. It's not, you know, we want to be in nature and we want to have, Um, free energy and we want to have all these things that we as a soul as a community human species wants but isn't happening and so that's the Aquarian age is kind of here to shake that up and break down the systems that are no longer working for us and um, and then we see what what will work for us like what is what is good for humanity and what can we bring forward um, in that age of Aquarian. Do you know how long that age is supposed to last is there? Yeah it's um be like 2,100 years, roughly. Okay. All right. I think we're in the sufficient time. (laughs) We're in the Piscean age right now, technically. And then again, the debate of when it technically starts, but we're, we're seeding it. So we're basically in it. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk a little bit more about you and your uh, journey? You know, how, how did you get an interest into golden age astrology and all of that? It, It tells about your spiritual journey, would you? Yes, sure. So I grew up in the Silicon Valley in California. I was a pretty typical American, believed in the American dream and all that good stuff. And um, I grew up as a liberal uh, family with uh, military ties. So a little bit of the Republican sort of both. Um, I went to university and kind of realized, ooh, maybe this isn't what what is true. And there's Um, I was learning political science with uh, criminal justice, and I was learning a little bit more about the corruption, and I was getting really turned around on, okay, well, this is what I believe, like, what's the truth, what's going on, Um, and so during that, during those four years, I actually went and studied in Sweden, 
And so I loved socialism at the time. And I thought it was really great because American system wasn't working for me. And so I went and I lived in Sweden for a year, studied politics there as well. And then um, decided to move there with a Swedish partner. And so I've been actually living there since I lived there from 2013 to 2021. And I had my sort of journey of awakening, really trying to find the truth. What is the truth? What is going on? Like, what is what is really true for humanity? And I tried the American system and I tried the Swedish system, the socialist socialist system. And I just kind of was like, oh, they're kind of lacking. Like, <laughs> they're both not true and they're both kind of correct. And so um, I've gone down all the rabbit holes and all of that stuff. And I really just sort of led my, I've allowed my soul to lead me forward. And honestly, it's actually very interesting. I don't think I would have chosen astrology for myself, which is really interesting because <laughs> um, as an astrologer coming on here and <laughs> admitting that <laughs> I know, that's have been an astrologer. Um, but, you know, it's just sort of fate in a way that I've been really led to um, soul-based astrologies. And I have a Pluto in Scorpio, which is like a rulership. And so that's the Pluto is all about the soul. It's just like, here's your soul and you're going to integrate it and you're going to do this and there's no, nothing's going to stop you. And so I really um, took that to heart. And so I just kind of followed my heart and I've had to cut over a lot of stuff. I mean, we all kind of know that spiritual path of <laughs> yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Um, your will, sovereignty and all that freedom and truth and stuff like that. And so um, yeah. And then I, I always like to end it with, um, it was kind of fate and it was meant to be. And I say that because my name is Natasha and Natasha is a derivative of, uh, Natalia. It's a Russian nickname and it means the natal day of Christ. And so what I do now is read natal charts for like Christ <laughs> consciousness. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, like I couldn't have planned that better. <laughs> That's such a cool story. <laughs> no, I, it's like, uh, it was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I really had to accept that. And I had to really go through, I had a lot of misconceptions about spirituality and people being spiritual. And I was, and I had to go through that, but I was like, this is meant to be like, <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it a couple of times while we were talking, but, um, do you believe all of this has a greater divine design, right? I mean, do you believe in God? That's yes. Possible. Okay. Yeah, so I don't necessarily believe in any sort of scripture, but I believe that there's a uh, prime source creator of all. And so I, I access that and pull that in. And for me, my highest mission at the moment is to be a vessel for source, cre uh, source creator to flow through. And so basically a glorified messenger. But <laughs> um, so I no, definitely believe in design. Yeah, I mean, I could see, you know, um, how this can help a lot of people, right? Who are lost in their lives, who don't know what their purpose is. You know what I mean? There are, cause there are people, you, I'm sure you've met many, I know many, you know, who are still trying to figure it out and, yeah. you know, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's kind of why I did become this because I was so lost for so long and I lived in two different worlds and I was just trying to belong. And, um, you know, I literally moved to Sweden because I thought I'd belong better in a different country and <laughs> that wasn't true. And so, um, you know, I've been really lost and really confused. And so I really wanted to help people with that and 
because of that Pluto there, I really felt like, okay, it's like, I'm the way shower, the person who's going to guide them to their truth path. And I use the natal chart to see really what are the dynamics playing in your life that you need to step over so that you can sort of liberate yourself into the higher expression of your soul, essentially. Yeah. If listeners want to uh, contact you or avail of your services, right? Uh, how can they do that? Yeah. So um, Natasha Von Salsa, uh, com, And then I have my Instagram there too, um, linked in the webpage. So you can go there. And I have two different um, uh, offerings. I have an astrology, soul mapping, uh, natal chart astrology uh, reading, and then also one-on-one mentorship for those that feel like they would like um, support or guidance and um, help on their journey if they do are feeling lost. Well, Natasha, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Everyone, that was Natasha Von Salsa. And for our listeners, thank you for listening to Mystics and Skeptics. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and stay in peace, everyone.